You are listening to Justice for All, a podcast about law, sports, entertainment, and more. Justice for All is hosted by Philadelphia super lawyers Josh Scarpello and Pierre Latour. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Josh Scarpello! Welcome back to Injustice for All, uh, the nonstop podcast uh, brought to you by Scarpello and Latour. Uh, we are broadcasting to you today live on Good Friday, uh, April the 10th, which also marks uh, day 37 of the quarantine. I'm not sure, but um, uh, I'm here with my partner, Josh Scarpello, and we're very lucky to have a special guest today with us, uh, Casey Parker owner of Jose Pistolas and a number of other wonderful establishments across the city, uh, and also the proud sponsor of our podcast. Let's have a big hand for Casey Parker. Uh, that's right. That's gentlemen. right. All right. <laughs> Such a pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Casey, now, Casey if we were not in quarantine, we would have had the house band play you in with any music that you wanted. So Listen, I hope we- you, you understand. Yeah, I do. I understand. It's a it's a different time right now. We got to adapt. Now, now, give us a brief rundown of your uh, business empire. Obviously, Pistolas was the first, and what what year did that start? Yeah, so Jose's opened in uh, the summer of two thousand seven. Uh, Joe Gunn and myself opened it up. Uh, we we met each other uh, at at an open mic night at Fergie's Pub way back in the day. <laughs> Um, we both ended up working there for a long time together, and then uh, we opened up a place in, tw- in 2007. It's funny, because I just opened another place, and when I opened up with Joe in 2007, Jose Pistolas, about three months later, some douchebag got on TV and started talking about um, recession, <laughs> you know? And like, <laughs> like, we looked at each other, and we're like, we have this huge list of stuff of like crazy belgian beers and all this stuff and we're like well well people are asking us well why do you, you got to switch to cheaper beer and we're like dude <laughs> people don't switch like to save money they don't switch from orval to coors light like we're sticking with our thing <laughs> and, we it. and whatever i mean we we had a we had a very good time in the beginning and somehow we made it through it <laughs> <laughs> 13, 13 years. I mean, 13 what the, what, years. What, yeah. what's the what's the stat you always hear? Is that what like fifty percent of new restaurants fail in the first year? First so year. If you're doing thirteen years. You're doing something right. Yeah, and I would have thought you were in business longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> after you make it past the first year, they say, um, "Well, now that you're past two years, you're golden," which is mm. also a complete friggin' lie. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will tell you about the restaurant business is even the people that I look up to that I like, I consider serious mentors in this business. I think we all feel like we're at any moment about two or three months away from complete collapse. Like, yeah, the margins are just so that like you, you got to make money and it's like, you know, you never have enough time to build up this big war chest, Yeah, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that later, but so I, Jose's was 2007. And then, um, what was the second uh, location? Uh, second location is Sancho Pistolas in Fishtown, uh, 19 right. West Gerard on the quarter of, uh, 
Gerard and Leper. That place opened up, and we brought in um, our chef from Jose Pistola's, uh, Adon Trinidad, who you guys know well. Mm -hmm. uh, and we partnered him up in that spot. So uh, myself, Joe, and Adon own that place. And then uh, 2017, we opened up our third location, uh, Pistolas del Sur in South Philly, which I'm yes. really, really fond of. I, I grew up in an area of, uh, like, I, I was born in Philly, but I moved around a lot. Right. Um, and when I was a kid, I grew up in an area of Trenton, New Jersey called Chambersburg. It was like the Italian section of Trenton, and I am not Italian. It sounds like a name of a place. It sounds like you gave a fancy name to a place that's maybe not so fancy. <laughs> ah, the Berg, man. The Berg. The Feast of Lights. <laughs> yeah, man. Beach and Milano's. It's, it's, you know, I was a little Irish kid that got beat up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we did that. Uh, and and then, uh, I mean, we we love all three. Obviously, Jose's will probably always be our baby. I'm going to interrupt you there real quick. Casey, so that we can uh, hear from our sponsor, Jose Pistolas. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to hear about the Wall of Fame, the infamous Wall of Fame. Um, it's tragic destruction and what efforts are being made to restore it to its original glory. Those and more stories with Casey Parker, owner of Jose Pistolas, after this. During the quarantine, Jose Pistolas is offering a simple menu for a simple time. Go to josepistolas.com and check out the simple menu. Whether you are craving burritos, tacos, nachos, or beer, yes, beer, curbside pickup and delivery are available. Call Jose's today at 215-545-4101. Jose Pistolas, serving the community and satisfying cravings. That's 215-545-4101. Okay. So back back to the Wall of Fame, just so everybody's clear. So in the in the back stairwell, uh, when you make your climb to Everest, which is known as the bathrooms at Pistola because <laughs> of the uh, building guidelines, um, you had a uh, you know we call it a Wall of Fame. I don't know what you would call it, but you had this homage, or at least an artist would do depictions of famous people at the bar. Is that right? Very famous yeah. and influential people, as I understood it. Right. Well. Right. If we're very, if we want to be clear about things, mm -hmm. it's called the chalk of fame. Yes, because all of the uh, all of the portraits are done in chalk by Sarah Walker. And who was the brainchild of that, Casey? Was that is that you or is that your creative? Yeah, director? I mean, I I kind of we we screwed with a bunch. Of, I don't like to take credit for things like that. I, it's it's always kind of like a brain trust. We we talk about things. And then we uh, they evolved from there. But yeah, it, it was something I certainly wanted to do. Like the original idea was to do, you know, we're all about incredible beer. We have no crap on tap. The right. shittiest beer we have in the place is a bottle of Miller Lite. And we have to have it because of stupid people. You know? <laughs> Thank um, you, by the way. Thank <laughs> you for that. You're welcome. 
<laughs> and honestly, the reason we have that, it like we charge six bucks a bottle for it because right. stop it. Like <laughs> you can have a Bell's Two Hearted pint right. on draft for six bucks, or you can have a little twelve ounce, little crappy little Miller Lite bottle mm. for six bucks. It's to keep the frat boys out. Right, but, that's um, true. You know, we we saw too many people in the beginning roll in and. uh like a party of five, and the, this one girl wanted to drink Miller Lite, and they left. So we're like, all right. But whatever. Back to the Chalk of Fame. So our initial idea, we were dedicated to craft beer and artisanally made beer. So it was to, like, showcase incredible brewers um, across the world. Because we've been to Belgium several times, been to different countries, and traveled all over America and tasted some, some of the best beers in the world. And we wanted to give an homage to those people. And then we just started talking about it. It was like, honestly, though, it'd be funny as shit if we just have some customers up there. Like, like, what about the lawyers? Like, and people that listen to this podcast that don't really know uh, Josh and Pierre, um, they're in a group that we refer to uh, lovingly as the lawyers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been called a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we have different names for them when we're talking about them in certain scenarios, but <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's so it it it, so it evolved into customers, and uh, I believe the first two were part of your group, and that was mm-hmm. Billy Smith and Rich Bobby. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, how, how big did it get? How many eventual chalk likenesses were up on the wall? You know, at thirty-seven. Okay. Wow! And at some point, they then they had to come down. Did you with the doing renovations? No. So what happened is, like it happens in the restaurant business, the final night of beer. Are we allowed to talk about drugs? I'm not sure. <laughs> Again, All we right. can edit this whole thing edited. at the end, Casey. But feel free yeah. to share. Feel like your week. So I'm. <laughs> Wait, you're not my lawyer, right? <laughs> not dur- Remember, you are a title spot. You, you, you are a no. lead sponsor for this show. Right. If you want to, you want to you a dollar. Yeah, just hold up a credit card right now on the screen, and we will instantly be retained. <laughs> um. But uh, what happens in the restaurant business is there is never a good time, and like during Philly Beer Week one year. Uh, I, I had like I'm so busy during Philly Beer Week, and it's this perfect balance of like you have to maintain this buzz, mm-hmm. but still remain super effective and problem solve. <laughs> and like you have like three events a day, and so many beers going on, and then you have to support your friends' events. So it's all we get through it all, and then it's like the last night of Philly Beer Week, and it's my friend Dave Goldstein's birthday. And Sarah Walker is uh, our GM. She's uh, engaged to him. <clears throat> they decide they're going to meet up at Garage South. So I go there, uh, and I was like, all right, beer week's over. Everything's fine. <laughs> so I have this dupe, a <laughs> big fatty rolled. <laughs> and I literally I walk outside, and I take like Well, I mean, minutes. that that's of course, that's legal in this, in this you know, in the city of Philadelphia and, and under the cir- circumstances. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If they want to get you for it, they'll get you for it. That's what I think. Yeah. Casey, you have had some of the worst. Uh, you have suffered from retinitis pigmentosa for so long. 
and the glaucoma <laughs> I, on top of that. Right. I think I, I mean, no, that's, right. that's a part of you yeah, that the listeners really don't know. Right? Yeah. So, um, uh, so like I le- le- legit, I take three hits and then ring, ring. <laughs> the bartender from Jose says, uh, there's a massive leak from the roof on the third floor. What do you mean? So I go over there and like what had happened is on the ceiling, somebody from the apartment building chucked a bottle or something onto our roof. That sucks. And it clogged the drain, drain, filled up water and went into our trap door to get to the roof. So it flooded our entire back staircase. Oh, wow. Thus. Destroying the chalk of fame. Destroying the chalk of fame that we thought. But like three days later, I rolled in there. And because before it was Jose Pistolas, it was a place called Copa 2, also a legendary badass bar. Right. Um, but uh, we just kept painting over and Copa 2 painted over it. So there were like seven <laughs> layers of fucking paint. <laughs> so I took a knife and I carved out the the chalk of fame portraits right. and was able to peel them off the wall. Oh, that's so awesome. Rolled them up and... Uh, and saved a bunch of them. Um, there were a few that got lost. Uh, the two original, I don't know if they know this, but the two oh. original ones, Rich and Rich and Billy, mm-hmm. they got lost. Oh. And not oh. even breaking got, news on the podcast. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> not even because they got... Uh, There's not enough white paint to recreate Rich's bald head again. I mean, what are they going to do? <laughs> Like a speckle, a special chalk order right there for that. One. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we have to redo them. But we we we've restored uh, we've restored. I think like I think like close to like fourteen of them so far. And honestly, one of the things Sarah's doing in her free time while just waiting for phone calls and taking to go orders is working on some of the other ones that we still have rolled up. Uh, Josh, we still have you. As nice. most people know, Pierre didn't make the wall because he's a Cowboys fan. Um, Which is absolutely ridiculous. That's reason uh, enough. Rule number one, he violated. I mean, honestly, he lost the debate to Josh. <laughs> he I did. didn't lose the debate, by the way. There's I a 30 for 30 in production right now on I that debate. Won the, the debate. The behind the scenes. It was I absolutely ridiculous. That the other night. It's so funny. We got to do that. Voter fraud. Voter someday, fraud, mail-in fraud, fake news. You guys gotta let you guys gotta help us out with, um, with Joe and I have been flirting with this idea of beer court for years. <laughs> right. so we, have a bunch of, we don't have enough time on this podcast, but okay, another time. All right, um, but yeah, so, that's basically it. We're, it's it's being restored. Um, we have a, a bunch of other ideas that we people going to do, like as they were as the we wanted to populate it so much that it was like, oh, there's no room for anymore. And it's like, of course, there's always fucking room for more. Right. So, right. but we wanted to get it to a point where it was like really tough to get up there. And then, like maybe at the bottom of our draft lists, have a list of four people, like customers or famous people, and have people that are just like our customers vote on who gets up there next. Well, you know, with yeah. with the palms closing, I think there's a big void there. That's for- true. Yeah. 
local yep. local celebrity caricatures inside restaurants. So, I mean, yeah. I would make that I a top priority, out, restoring that. Yeah, I reached out to the Palm to try to find the artist that does those things. Oh, no way. Um, is it is I it wanted, like one or two people? Who I always wondered about that. Who does this? I, I, I never got a response. I also didn't try very hard. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but I wanted to get that. I wanted to commission that person to do Sarah's as a surprise. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm case, full of them here. Right. In uh, case you don't know, Sarah Walker is the uh, creative uh, genius behind all the portraits, and she deserves at least that shout out. Hello, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And so, yeah, speaking of great ideas, to we're gonna we're gonna pivot here. So, all right. um, so the so the listeners know uh, we're all in the same fantasy football league. Um, yep. And somehow, Casey won this year for the first time ever in yeah. the history of of Casey in the league. So, and Ooh. and and Josh instituted this horrific rule years ago. That's great correct. Rule. That one was me. That's Nick's, correct. Yeah, makes the winner of the league the commissioner with all-encompassing Trump-like power to do whatever he wants to the league. Mm-hmm. So, I mortgaged now, the future of the league. The league was ready to die at the time I made that call. So I oh, said, really? fine, we'll do something radical. You think it's the league? Well, I think it's kind of dead. I don't know. Oh, Pierre was the commissioner for, from the, its inception and said he wanted to quit. Yeah. So after I wanted well, I again, I said I'll make a new rule. Right. Being being the fantasy football commissioner to a bunch of 50 year old men is like running a daycare, essentially. <laughs> That's what it's like. And after 10 years of doing it, I had enough. And then when I stopped doing it, you saw what happened. Everything went to shit. Everything went to complete shit. So well, I don't um, I think me winning it is not everything going to shit. <laughs> Well, I wasn't implying that. I was, well, I, 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 intimating I, it, but not implying. Lawyers' words are chosen carefully, from what I understand. So let's let's hear your top three ideas then for the uh, new fantasy football season. When well, it starts the stupidest in thing about this league um, is apparently something that can't be fixed, and, and it's, it's that true. there are two divisions. Um, no, that can be fixed. I thought there should not be any divisions. It should be everybody. There's 12 people. uh, Everybody should play each other once, uh, and that's it. Right. I've always liked the the model that that one of Josh's leagues had, which was 12 teams, single division, top six make it in. That's the way it did. That's it. And we were doing that until we went to ESPN. ESPN won't let you do that. I don't know why they won't. But the simple solution is there's a million other places we'd go to. We'd go to Yahoo. We'd go to any place else. And I bet you another another server would let us change that. So there's number one. Yeah, the only thing you lose is you lose the history, right? Yeah, but we've got the trophy that yeah. that I'm sure you know people Speaking are up to. Speaking of, Josh, when am I going to get that trophy? <laughs> Uh, it is it's it's housed in, in our office right now, but yeah, I do need to get it engraved. My brother's in in the business. It's it's safe and sound. If this quarantine ever ends, uh, we'll have access to it, and I'll walk it down to uh, Jose's on Fifteenth Street. Sorry about that. We'll have a big ceremony. Let me know when you want to do that. We'll have a little parade. Oh, I'd love yeah. to. You deserve a parade, believe me. You deserve one. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, so that was my first rule. ID ID number two. I, that, not really true. My first rule 
has already been followed is if Malone, Tom Malone, did not pay the previous winner, he was out of the league. He paid the winner. He's back okay. in the league. There you go. All right. So rule two, stupid no, no, no stupid divisions. Rule three, maybe the dumbest thing that's ever been done in a fantasy football league is right. we start a quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and then three players. Yes. That's dumb. So <laughs> what we're doing now, it's, it's – it's, You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little leeway because you are the reigning champ there. But go ahead. Go ahead. We're pulling, we're pulling away one of those flex positions to uh, you have to start a tight end. Uh, we're going to just be like everybody uh, else. Dreaded uh, tight end. No. It's like a kicker, running back, wide receiver, tight end, two flex. Why is why do they have to have a start a tight end? This is the beginning position. of the end, Pierre. Is there believe me. A tight end on a football team. Oh, stop! It's just a, it's just a position they give the big white guys. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? <laughs> you would have been a tight end, or That's like a, just an end. I was a tight end. All right. Well, really? he is you the commish. He played, gets he gets the final say. I played I played tight end in, in high school. Um, really? What high school? Uh, Nottingham High School. I played freshman football. And then the next year I was in the play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went from football to theater? Yeah, dude, I did everything. <laughs> I did football, wrestling, theater, swimming, tennis. I did it all. Wow. I was like the Rushmore of my high school. You really were a five-tool talent there, my man. <laughs> I did it all, dude. I did it all. Stop. I was in the band. I played freshman football and was in the band at the same time. That's that's a, that's a rare feat right there. That's yeah, dude, big time. Jack of all trades, master of some of them. That's right. That's um, right. But anyway, and then the there was a final rule. Uh, wait, I did think of a rule that I would love to – I think more fantasy teams, fantasy leagues should adapt this, and I, I would love to hear your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. No – Kickers. Ooh, uh, no Josh kickers. is a big anti-kicker guy. Yeah. Yeah. Kickers I are dumb. I don't want kickers in real football. Kickers are dumb. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I think more points the better. Like I, I like having kickers. So I'm not wrong with kickers. Yeah. You know. I would be. There open, was something I else be, I just can't remember. But if I get those first two, <laughs> then I'm cool. Yeah. I, what about that, what about negative negative points for missing kicks? No, no, I don't like that. There's too you many know, negatives like, in the in the league anyway. Oh, wait, this is a, no, I don't. I don't mind that. No. I don't mind that. Right. So you could actually yeah. get a negative out of a kicker. That's tough to wait though. Like if if you miss an extra point, is it the same? Nah, no, extra point. Nah, I, I would goal? say I just like <laughs> miss field goals would be minuses, and I make make it like a minus one. Every miss field goal is a minus one. I like that. Mm-hmm. I hate that idea, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like that with the caveat of my first idea of no kickers is my favorite. <laughs> All right. Because right. then that rule so, will be null and void. <laughs> so, I'm going to, my follow up to all this is this is that we, you know, we're all big sports fans. Yeah. Um, we've, we've had no sports now for pretty much a month. Um, 
it's you know there's 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 classic sports on TV which is hit or miss. Some of it's good, some of it's not so good. So my question is this: um, if if only one sport comes could come back this year, it's a hypothetical. So Football. if you could have only, <laughs> let me finish Football. the question. <laughs> only one sport could come back. You're saying football, no matter what. It would be a hundred percent football, only because it's the best one. Well, it's not the best sport, but okay. Well, as long I mean, as we weren't in quarantine, baseball, if we could, if I could play golf, I wouldn't mind that that baseball wasn't playing. <laughs> is it soccer well, I mean, or cricket for you? Well, I, I well, have two separate answers. From a fan standpoint, right? If I could pick one sport, I would say hockey, because <laughs> I thought the Bruins had the best chance of winning the cup this year. So I would say that. I would have loved to see that because the Flyers were on fire. I would have loved. That's to right. See, that. see, and that I, I agree. I think the Flyers were on on ready to make a great run in the playoffs. So wait a second. Um, you want to be? You want to? You want for the rest for the entire world? You want to subject the rest of the world <laughs> to an entire year of no sports except <laughs> NHL hockey. Because you are a Boston Bruins fan, huh? Okay. So the rest of us have to watch all these Columbus Blue Jacket games and all these. And how about when the Flyers, like, shit to bed and fall apart in the last 10 days and they miss the playoffs? Why are you saying that's going to happen? They got a goaltender for the first time in their history since the guy drove into a pole, right? Or a tree, whatever you want to call it. Poor Pele. I'm just saying. Playoff hockey is great. I'm not. I didn't grow up as a huge hockey fan. All right, fine. <laughs> Move on. Hockey's <laughs> dumb answer. But go All ahead. right. So, as a fan, I would argue baseball, right? Because I don't think there's a better sport than baseball. Football. Wait, let's. I mean, football's. Hey, listen. Football's great, but football suffers from a couple of problems. Number one, it's once a week, right? Right. Number two, it's, it's run by Ro- it's run by Roger Goodell, and he's constantly screwing up the sport constantly screwing up the sport right so i don't know if if if, if i can only have one sport for the rest of the year and i have to wait until september or october to you know watch my one football game a week or watch football on sunday in empty stadiums i'd rather have baseball for six months where i'm watching baseball every day yeah, I mean that's true. The worst part about one of the worst parts about this thing is there's no live television really yeah. to watch. There's nothing to look forward to. There's nothing. Nope. There's no game. There's no box score to look at the next day. There's just you know there's a big void there for a lot of sports fans. So that's I would I would like I would root for anything. You know, like there's you know my Josh is watching like classic like NBA games. I've been watching this Masters stuff every. every the Masters week. has been great. Oh yeah, Dude, they had I was Bubba Watson on last night. I was driving home and WIP was playing the uh, 2017 Week Five uh, or Week Six Eagles versus the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. my wife was listening to it. Yeah, yeah. I was, so, not, but I was into it. I was like, oh yeah, oh, oh, oh. last <laughs> night. Last night they ran the Miracle at the Meadowlands, and yeah. I watched the entire game because. Yep. It was old enough I'd forgotten about it, and I and, I, right. and you know, like wow. you watch, and it's like Michael Vick, and like you you forget the guys in the team, but like, and and you watch Vick in that second half, and you're like, 
holy crap. He, like, forgot yeah. how good he still was. Yeah, you forget and, about Vic, you know. And that, like, and that comeback, and you're just waiting for that great Coughlin moment where he throws the clipboard on the sideline as Deshaun, like, runs that thing into the end zone. But, of course, being a jerk-off that he is, he tiptoes across the goal line for five seconds before <laughs> oh, yeah. he actually runs it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of those games I'd like to resee, and a lot of those moments. It's fun to watch those classic moments again. Um, you know when yeah. it's over. I was watching real quick that that Masters yesterday. They they showed the final rounds of of Bubba, when Bubba Watson won. Yeah. So he's in a playoff with um, Olafabel. No, not Olafabel. Yeah, it? It's a it's a was it, it was Olafabel? a was it Schwartzel? Oh, U- Oosthuizen. 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 Yeah. One of the South African. Right. With a bad name and a gap in his teeth. Why do you say it like that? Jesus. What? <laughs> one of the South Africans. <laughs> South so, African. Come on. He wins it in a playoff, but what I forgot was the first playoff hole. He's got like a seven footer to win it. You know, like well, and you forget Oost. Oosthuizen like barely missed his. Barely play. missed his, yeah. He barely would have made his. it on eighteen on that first playoff hole yeah. to win the whole thing, and then they both jack their drives <laughs> into the woods. I on know, I know. <laughs> Bubba gets up and hits it so far right, he puts the arm up immediately, <laughs> like immediately. And then they're like, you know, he's just like, all right, whatever. And then, and then they're like, the announcers are like, okay, Oosthuizen is clubbing down. This is his three wood. He loves this three wood. You know, <laughs> clock. Oh wow. no! Yeah. Oh no! He hits even worse than Bubba, and then but that opens it up, of course, for Bubba to hit that incredible, you know, hooking approach shot, which like hits the green, comes to within like eight feet, and of course he goes on to win. But I yeah. mean, that, you forget the stuff that led up to that moment. I mean, that that's what yeah. was fun. Well, they showed um, they showed eighty six Nicholas the other day, and you forget about Seve hitting it into the water on fifteen. Is there a better? Ooh, wow! Drank out of the growler. <laughs> it's all right. It's no video. It's only audio. They had another thing. WIP. People came on. Uh, they played the audio footage of Tiger hitting that shot. Uh, the chip. Um, I, I'm not a. I, I think it's on sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, 16, the chip on right. sixteen. They were just like, like the, the super fist bump, like, awkward high five. Yeah. And he chips it out like like twenty feet above the hole, and it just rolls, yeah. rolls, 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 rolls. And you just like what your your point, like speaking to your point of like the fans and like live sports, like the audio. Yeah, it's great to hear the announcer, but like hear the fans in the background and just yeah. like they're oh 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 and grow as the ball just slowly rolls. And isn't that like the commercial they used, where like the Nike symbol just Absolutely, like yeah. right yeah. before? I mean, come on. Yeah, there's come nothing on, like Nike. live sports, man. You're, we're missing a lot every day. Well, yeah. and that's and that's the weird thing. So like now they rescheduled the Masters in like what September, like late, like September or something. Like that. And it's going to be empty. There's not going to be any fans there. It's just going to be the golfers out on the course. That's weird. Yeah, I, but that, that being said, I can't wait to see it in September or November or whenever they play. Yeah, there's a part of me that I would love to see some of these things. Like, I, lo- uh, I would love to see maybe, like, the NBA playoffs with no fans. Like, there, a part of me oh, wants yeah. to see it. Right. It would be know? weird, but I'd still – anything that was live, I'd watch it. Somebody had a great idea on Twitter the other day. It's like, why not have the Masters right now? But make the guys carry their own bag and just do social distancing. Oh, that's awesome! 
Yeah, right. The best. Who was that golfer? Who is that? Who is that cheater golfer that uh, had to had to drive the cart? Paul he Casey was, a was that his name? Disability. Yeah. Oh, stop it. They call that having a disability. He uh, was case. disabled. He wasn't faking it. Stop it. I want to be a sprinter, but I have a club foot, so I'm going to drive a car. And by the way, they wouldn't give him a car, too. No. I think Daly tried to get that, too, on the senior tour because he was like, he said, he was I was fat? too drunk and fat. Yeah, but they, they like, said no because he was drunk. <laughs> right. And he was like, oh, yeah, but that's a disability, kind of. Yeah. Like, no, no. Doesn't work that way. All right. All right. How are we doing on time, guys? Everybody good on time? Or do you want to uh, – uh, I, I got a little bit more. I think I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm queued up for at about 7.05 to 7.10. I'm going to be starting watching Trolls 2 with the family. Okay. Ugh. Really? <laughs> that's, Listen, man, that's terrible. Well, I know. For you. I'm well aware. <laughs> well, how old is your oldest now? Eight. Oh, you're in that time of frame, yeah. I watched Caddyshack with my 14-year-old the other day. Phenomenal. And I think tonight oh. might be pulp, might be Pulp Fiction. Oh, I can't that's wait. That's a pretty big stepping stone, don't you think? Dude, that's big time. Caddyshack. <laughs> hey, you know what? You, you, you passed the Caddyshack test. <laughs> Yeah, I Caddyshack. My wife got all, my wife got all nervous because of the one tit scene with uh, Lacey Underalls, and I'm like, "Well, come on, he's 14. You know, it's tits, right?" <laughs> I think I think uh, Pulp Fiction might be a next level up, though. But yeah, that, I, 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 Pulp it. Fiction might be a bit much, man. You're going to be having another uh, father son conversation after that movie or during that movie. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe go from like Caddyshack to like. Old school or something like that, like. Well, we did a comedy. Now we want to do a drama. So. All right, fair enough. Less than zero. All right. Well, look, you guys no, are pressed. If you guys are pressed much, for time, too much cocaine. No, we got to keep going. <laughs> yeah, you good? Okay. All right, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta wrap up for dinner. So. Yeah, um, so do I. My wife's already angry at me. All right, look, <laughs> uh, Casey, thank you for joining us. We're going to try to continue this tomorrow so we can do our quizzo section. That would only take about 15 minutes. Of course, the setup takes about five hours, but that's my problem. Uh, you but guys we, let me know. I would love to do this again tomorrow. This is, this is fun. Okay, then we will adjourn for today, gentlemen, and re reconvene tomorrow uh, where we will continue our discussion with Casey Parker, play quizzo, and as a special treat... Casey has prepared a musical number, a musical number, all that and more on the next Justice for All. Justice for All has been brought to you by the law offices of Scarpello and Latour. Our attorneys are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call us today at 215-732-0460. Or visit us on the web at www.phillybestdefense.com.